Hey, this is Pastor Holly of Open Heart Sanctuary. Welcome to our podcast. We are so glad that you are here, and wherever you're listening from, we believe that God will transform your life through today's message. Be sure to subscribe so you can get these messages every week. I pray that you are blessed today. Good morning, church. If you will, please turn with me in your Bibles, the Holy Word of God, your basic instruction before leaving earth, your life's owner's manual. Please turn with me to the book of Ephesians, the letter of Paul to the church at Ephesus. Ephesians, the third chapter, Ephesians, third chapter, verse 20. Ephesians, the third chapter, verse 20, according to the New King James Version, reads as follows. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. To him be glory and the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that is in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. Gracious Lord and Heavenly Father God, we thank you for this, your teaching, your learning moment. Clear all of our hearts, clear all of our minds, and clear all of our souls, Lord, that we may be open to receiving a word from you. Consecrate me now to thy service, Lord, by the power of grace divine. Let my soul look up with a steadfast hope and let my will be lost in thine. Amen. Amen. And amen. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, above all that we think, according to the power that works in us, according to the power 
that is in us. This morning, church, this morning, my brothers and sisters, I would like to meditate with you upon the thought, upon the theme, God is able. God is able. Ask yourselves this morning, beloved, what has envy, what has worry, what has anger, what has strife, what has short-temperedness, anxiety, lust, and all of these things, what have these things ever brought you in your life? Have they ever brought you love? Have they ever brought you joy? Have they ever brought you peace? Have they ever brought you gentleness? Have they ever brought you goodness? Have they ever brought you faith? Have they ever brought you meekness? Have they ever brought you temperance? Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, above all that we think. I'm sure that there have been some times in our lives that, that we can remember being very self-focused, being very self-centered, and just worried about our own problems. How many of us can remember a time like that in our lives? How many of us can remember a time when we just had one struggle after another? We climbed one mountain only to be faced with another mountain even larger than the one we just climbed. Constantly letting the enemy come into our lives. Constantly letting the enemy come into our lives only to discourage us. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, you're not smart enough for that. Those folks over there are better than you. No one cares about those issues, so don't write that book. Don't start that company. No one wants to buy what you're selling. You don't deserve to build generational wealth. You're not smart enough to get that degree. You can't go to school and raise a family at the same time. You don't deserve happiness. You don't deserve companionship. Do you remember a time or do you remember a moment like that when you were just overcome? I mean, really, totally overcome with unexplainable worry, with unexplainable depression, with, un with, with sleeplessness, sleepless nights, and with possible weight loss, with weight, possible loss of appetite because you could not figure out how you were going to pay the bills. You could not figure out how you were going to pay the mortgage. You could not figure out 
what you were going to do about health insurance. You were worried about problems that you may have had at work. You were worried about a problem child or a problem with your wife or a problem with your husband. You were worried about your family, a family member, a parent, a sister, a brother, a grandchild, a niece, a nephew. Do you remember a time, beloved, when you were so overcome by the problems, by the issues of life, that you were completely convinced that God had just shut you out and turned you off? You were convinced that God just wasn't listening anymore. As a Christian, my brothers and my sisters, and even though God has always made a way out of no way, even though he's always come through right on time, we cry out, you cry out, I cry out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? We cry out, you cry out, I cry out, God, where are you? You cry out. We cry out, I cry out, I pray to you, I study your word, I seek after you. Now why don't you deliver me from these issues? You cry out, I cry out, we cry out, God if you just do this one thing for me, just this one time, I promise I'll... You fill in the blank, beloved. You see, God wants someone here this morning to know that, 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 that he not only hears you, God wants someone here this morning to know that he not only hears you, but that he is willing, that he is ready, and that he is able. But, but, you need to believe that he is able. Paul tells us this morning, Paul tells us in our text this morning that, 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 that Jesus is able. He tells us that Jesus is willing. He tells us that Jesus is ready to do abundantly more than we could ever ask. He tells us that Jesus is ready, willing, and able to, to, to do more than we could ever think. So that he, God, through Jesus the Christ, would get the glory. God wants the glory. But you see, my beloved, you see, my brothers, you see, my sisters, that we as, when we as Christians cry out like I just mentioned, like David did, 
We allow a doubt and unbelief to enter into our hearts all because, all because we don't feel right, all because things don't look right, all because. You see, in essence, you see, in essence, what we are telling God what we are telling God is, Father, of all of your dealings with me, Father, out of all that you've done for me, Father, out of all that you brought me through, out of everything you've done, all the loving moments we have shared, all the times I feel your presence, all the times you've led me to share, all the times you've given me a testimony to witness to someone, all those times God have been in vain. All of those things, all of the blessings, all that you have, all that, all the impact that you have had on me have had no lasting effect. You see, my brothers, you see, my sisters, we allow Satan, we allow the adversary whose sole purpose, by the way, is to kill steal and destroy, we allow discouragement, a tool of Satan, to convince us that all the things that God has done in our lives are for naught, are for nothing, but, but, each and every one of us, each of you within the sound of my voice, each of us this morning have had times after times after times that we can recall God bringing us out of the depths of despair and getting us right back on track. All of us. Why, my brothers, why, my sisters, do we allow this unbelief? Why do we allow this doubt? Why do we allow this lack of faith? Why are we so quick to forget all that God has done for us, all that God has delivered us from? How is it? How is it? <coughs> Excuse me. How is it? That we allow Satan, the adversary, to come into, come and steal, come into our lives and steal our blessings. How is it, beloved? Are we all really that weak? Why do we allow anger? Why do we allow worry, strife? Why do we allow it into our lives just to steal our peace? Why do we pick at each other as if we have no love for one another? Why do we allow the slightest setback to creep into our relationships, to creep into our workplace, to creep into our minds, to creep into our finances, to creep into our health? Why, beloved, do we allow the slightest trial to set us off and to discourage us from running the race that Christ has set for us. Afraid to write that book. 
afraid to take that class. Afraid to go back to school. Afraid to stop that drinking. Afraid to stop that smoking. Afraid to stop those drugs. Afraid to stop bouncing from bed to bed. Afraid to open up and let yourself be loved and to love. Afraid to live the authentic life that God has given you. We have only, beloved, to look at the Israelites and the countless others in the Bible to see that, that we are not alone. You see, Israel had an awesome testimony, but they too allowed Satan to creep in and steal their joy, to steal their peace, to steal their blessings. God delivered them time and time again. He delivered them from slavery. He departed the waters and allowed them to walk on dry land in the midst of war, in the midst of the sea. And for a moment, beloved, for a moment they danced. For a moment they rejoiced and shouted with glory, with honor, and with praise. For a moment, beloved, they lifted their hands and worshiped Him. They worshiped him with all their hearts, just like we do, for a moment, maybe on a Sunday, for a moment. But the record shows, the record shows their praise and worship was short lived over and over and over and over and over regardless of how many times God had blessed them regardless of how many times God had delivered them regardless their praise their worship was short lived their worship was temporary. Where are you today, my brothers and my sisters? Where are you today in your worship? Where are you today in your praise? Is your praise, is your worship temporary? Is your praise, is your worship only for a moment? Those, those moments, my brothers and my sisters, those moments after God had rescued us and brought us peace in the midst of some storm or given us an answer we needed to some question we had, we sing praises, we lift our voices proclaiming hallelujah, we walk around telling anybody and everyone who will listen to us what we have to say about how great and how mighty our God is. Y'all know what we do. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know how we do it. You know how we do it. 
We stand up to give our testimony, to give our public testimonies about talking about, let me tell you what God has done for me. Let me tell you what God did for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And then we run into a little problem. And again, just like the Israelites, when they had no water in the wilderness, 72 hours after they had their great miracle, 72 hours later, they were grumbling. 72 hours later, they were whining. 72 hours later, they were complaining as if God hadn't done a thing for them at all. 72 hours. As I, as I, as I, as I was reflecting and meditating on the Israelites preparing this message, I found myself wondering what was wrong with these Israelites. What was wrong with the Israelites? And my brothers and my sisters, as I was wondering, as I was thinking about what was wrong with them, the Lord spoke to me and said, What? Ask yourself, what is wrong with my church today? My, my, my. What is wrong with my church today? I bless you over and over and over again, and yet you're never satisfied. You pick and choose which parts of my word you want to obey. You cheat and steal from me and your tithes and your offerings. You fight my shepherds. You only come to me in times of trouble or when you want something. You refuse to pay and pray and fast as I instructed. You refuse to love your neighbor as yourselves. You refuse to give up your carnal ways. You refuse to care for my widow. You refuse to care for the least of you. You refuse to bring food in my house. Stop your grumbling. Stop your whining. Stop your complaining. Where is your faith? Stop letting Satan steal your joy because I am able. Stop letting Satan steal your peace. Because I am willing and I am ready to do exceeding abundantly above all that you could possibly ask, above all that you could possibly think, above all that you could possibly imagine, according to the power that worketh in you. According to the power that worketh in you. Jesus said, oh, beloved, Jesus said, so what are you complaining about? Jesus said, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Jesus said, let the words of Christ dwell in you. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Paul said, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask, above all that we think, according to the power that worketh in us. Church, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus wants someone here this morning to know that God is able. He wants someone to know that worrying won't help us. Grumbling won't help us. Jesus said to tell old Satan, Satan, get thee behind. Jesus said to tell old Satan, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus the Christ. Jesus said to tell old Satan, move over, Satan. You're under me, Satan. By the blood of the Lamb, I'm taking back my family. By the blood of the Lamb, I'm taking back my inheritance. By the blood of the Lamb, I'm taking back my family. By the blood of the Lamb, I'm taking back my finances. By the blood of the Lamb, I'm claiming my blessings. Hallelujah. Jesus said to tell old Satan, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus the Christ because God is able, because God is willing, because God is ready. Hallelujah. Thank you, church. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus said, oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Praise your name. Oh, holy, holy, holy Lord God almighty. You're worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, Jesus wants somebody here this morning. Jesus wants somebody here this morning to know that God is able. God is able. God is able. Thank you for joining us. Special thanks goes out to those of you who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. Again, we thank you for listening. Now go out and live a victorious life.